And we are very well aware of the survival of the fittest in nature. Where the weak are devoured by the strong. We've seen those shows on TV where the, the lion eats the gazelle. The world sees strength as a plus, especially 21st century Americans. We want strong leaders. We want, we want strong leaders to be strong with our enemies. We want strong leaders to be strong with our domestic policies. Everyone here would want our economy to be strong. Everyone here has been affected by the job market to some degree. And we, would, we would want in our, our community to have a, a strong job market. 21st century Americans would rather be strong than weak. Many would like to be strong in the mind and the body. According to a Canadian study, more money per person is spent on health care in the United States of America than any nation in the world. We want to be strong mentally. We want to be strong physically. But what about the spirit? What about the spirit? In an April 2006 article in the Atlantic magazine, it's by Jonathan Rausch. He described the 21st century American belief system in one word by a term that he coined apatheism. Apatheism. According to Rausch, apatheism consists of holding any type of religious view without really caring much about them. We can see that in our own lives, can't we? We talk to our neighbor, we talk to our friends, we get into a religious talk with someone, and they will tell you how they feel, but it's understood that they really don't care about what they even believe in until you start telling them the truth. Apathyism. To be weak spiritually, it's, it's a good description of being weak spiritually. If our spirit was stronger, then our mind and our body would be stronger too. We can understand that in our world as well. We have doctors who understand that the mind affects the body and the spirit. We have doctors who understand that the spirit affects the mind and the body. The, the, the YMCA, their motto is mind, body, spirit. All three to be strong. If our spirit was stronger, then our mind and our body would be too. The Bible speaks to this. I didn't make this up. When we partook of the Lord's Supper this morning, we were to examine ourselves. We were to examine ourselves, not our neighbor, not our wife, not our husband, not our children, not our friends. We were to examine ourselves. The Bible says in 1 Corinthians chapter 11, verse 29, For he who drinks in an unworthy manner eats and drinks judgment to himself, not discerning the Lord's body. For this reason, many are weak and sick among you and many sleep. Are you weak and sick? Are you asleep? 
The Bible gives examples of strength, numerous examples of strength. That's the, the title of this sermon, if you wanted to give it a title, Examples of, of Strength. And I, I could have written this sermon in so many different ways, but today we're going to look at examples of strength found in the Scriptures. And I want to give you four ways that you can gain strength in your life. That's where your, your, your uh, bulletin will come in handy in the, in the From the Heart section of... of, uh, of giving you a place that you can take notes at the end of the sermon. I'll tell you when you should start taking notes. I'm going to give you four ways that you can gain strength in your life. You know, many don't discern the Lord's body. And Paul said that's the reason many are are weak and and many many are asleep. This is a spiritual deadness. When you become weak spiritually, you are in danger of becoming dead spiritually apathetic apathyism apathetic when you become apathetic it's very dangerous it's why so many of our number who fall away do fall away they become apathetic they become dead spiritually first sin takes hold And without intervention of some kind, the weak are gone. Sin now reigns in the lives of the lost. The power of sin, 1 Corinthians 15, 56, is the law. David Lipscomb said that sin exerts its power to bring about death through the law when it is violated. The sin that many live in, and maybe even some of you live in today, the sin that that you live in is the stinger on something that every one of us must face. Death. Every one of us must face death. And that sin is a stinger. A great example of strength in the Bible, if you want an example of strength, it's sin. Sin is strong. Sin is so strong, but our our next example of strength, our next example of strength is, well, because He beat death and He beat sin, and now He sits at the right hand of God, our next example of strength is Jesus Christ. Jesus Christ is an example of strength that overcame death. He overcame sin, and because He lives, we can too. We can beat death, and we can beat sin, something we can't overcome. By ourselves. Something that's too strong for us without Jesus Christ. Paul writes Timothy in 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 8, that before time began, it was God's plan and by God's power that we were given the saving gospel, and that verse 10, now it has been revealed by the appearing of our Savior Jesus Christ, who has abolished death and brought life and immortality to light through the gospel. Yes, I believe that Jesus was physically strong. To be able to go through what He went through in His trial and on the cross, it took a strong man what He endured at the hands of sinful men. But what really showed his strength is when he came back from paradise. 
When he came back from Hades, Peter preached in Acts chapter 2, verse 31, concerning the resurrection of the Christ, that his soul was not left in Hades, nor did his flesh see corruption. This Jesus God has raised up, which were all, which we are all witnesses, therefore being exalted to the right hand of God. Sin is strong, but, but Jesus is stronger. 2 Corinthians chapter 5, verse 21, For he made him who knew no sin to be sin for us, that we might become the righteous of God in Him. Jesus Christ didn't have any sin, but He became sin for us so that we could beat it. We could beat it. We'd have a chance. Because without it, we don't have a chance. Oh, but you've got to be in Jesus Christ. You've got to be in Jesus Christ to receive this blessing. Think about it for a moment. The righteousness of God. Think about that for a moment. To be as righteous as God. That's what you can become. Only way we can be as righteous as God is in His Son, Jesus Christ. In Christ is where, where all the spiritual blessings are. Ephesians chapter 1 verse 3, we receive redemption and forgiveness of sins in Christ. Ephesians chapter 1 verses 6 and 7, we have in Christ become God's people. Galatians chapter 3 verses 26 and 27. God in His infinite wisdom knew something we understand very well, that there is strength in numbers. 290 last week, that was wonderful. Wouldn't you like to have that every week? Didn't it, didn't it build you up? Numbers are another example of biblical strength. In most cases, the one who has the more of something will overcome the one who has the less of something. I am amazed at our brethren who want, where they go to church, to remain at the same number. I'm amazed at that. But God's salvation is open to all men everywhere. Congregations ought to be as big as they can get. Big enough to reach the lost. You know, it said only a small percentage of any congregation are involved in any type of outreach. The more we have, the percentage will stay the same, but the number of people will rise. We need to be as big as we can get. We need to be big enough to reach the lost. Philippians chapter 2, verses 15 and 16. We need to be big enough to condemn worldliness. 1 Peter 2, verse 11. We need to be big enough to give liberally. 2 Corinthians chapter 8, verses 1 through 5. We need to be big enough to expose false teaching. Revelation chapter 2, verse 2. And we can do all this at our present size, you say. Yes, we can. So let's get busy. And you who say that, do it. Do it. Let's get busy. Yes, we can do all that at our present size. And then we will grow larger and more work will be done. And all, doing good unto all men will not just be something that we say, it will be something that we do. The 
The church ought to be as big as we can help make it. The church is God's institution. 1 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 2. The church is the body of Christ. Colossians chapter 1, verse 18. Of which He is the head. Of which there is only one. Ephesians chapter 4, verse 4. The church is made up in the many members. And there is strength in our number. Because our number is in Christ. Only those in Christ are in His body, the church. Only those in Christ are in His body. If you are not in Christ, you are out of Christ. You need to be in Christ where the strength is to beat sin, to beat death. That's where the strength is in Jesus Christ. I'm going to tell you how to get into Christ in just a moment. All this time I've been hammering on on strength and how we need to be strong. But there's there's a paradox in in Christianity. And and another example of, of biblical strength. Another example of biblical strength is weakness. Now you might be thinking, wait a minute, you just said we need to be... Well, there's, there's a strength in weakness. We can see strength in weakness in nature. I mean, the storms we've been having here lately, would you rather be a weed or would you rather be an oak tree? Which one would you rather be? A weed or an oak tree? That's a weed on the screen right there. During these winds we've had, the trees have not fared very well, have they? But the weeds have bent, but they have not broken. But the oak trees and the maple trees and the pear trees, something that we look at and say, I'd rather be the tree than the weed. Well, they haven't fared as well. They've cracked and they've broken. And there are times when in life it seems like things couldn't be better. Your life is going exactly the way you've wanted it, exactly the way you've planned it. You could not be happier. You are the mighty oak. And life looks really good from up there. And then hard winds begin to blow in the way life can. And you crack and you break and you fall and you're on the ground and you're looking up and you're wondering what happened. Paul in his life... Another example of strength was more like the weed, bending but never breaking. Paul, writing to the Corinthians about the persecution that he went through in, in Asia, he said in, in 2 Corinthians chapter 1, verse 8, We were burdened beyond measure, above strength, so that we despaired even to life. Things were so bad for Paul and his companions that he didn't know if they were going to make it out alive or not. But notice verse 9. Yes, we had the sentence of death in ourselves that we should not trust in ourselves, but in God who raises the dead. You've been trying to do this all on your own, all by yourself. Bless your heart. Bless your heart. You've tried to trust you. And you know what? Your best thinking got you in the position that you're in right now. Your best thinking. You've got to stop trusting God. Let Him in the Scriptures do the thinking for you. 
Notice what Paul said, 2 Corinthians chapter 4, verse 8. We are hard-pressed on every side, yet not crushed. We are perplexed, but not in despair. Persecuted, but not forsaken. Struck down, but not destroyed. And Paul, the strong spiritual giant, soldier of God, he had a thorn in the flesh, something that he had that bothered him. We don't know exactly what it was. A malady, though, that that he couldn't shake. And Paul asked God three times to remove that thorn from him. And the Lord said to him, 2 Corinthians chapter 12, verse 9, My grace is sufficient for you, for my strength is made perfect in weakness. Do you get it? There's a strength in a weakness. You are weak now, but God can use you. God can use you. You too can be a soldier of the cross. Sing this song with me. Listen to the words as we sing this song together. Listen to these words as we we edify one another. Soldiers of Christ, arise and put your armor on. Strong in the strength which God supplies. Strong in the strength which God supplies through His beloved Son. Strong in the Lord of hosts and in His mighty power. Who in the strength of Jesus trusts. Who in the strength of Jesus trusts is more than conqueror. Stand then in His great might with all His strength endued. But take to arm you for the fight. But take to arm you for the fight, the panoply of God. That having all things done and all your conflicts past, you may or come through Christ alone you may or come through Christ alone and stand entire at last the panoply of God that means the full armor you've got to put the full armor on not just part of it you've got to put it all on You've got to put it on to be strong. Or do you meet each day with nothing? Do you meet each day with nothing on? No armor. Nothing to battle the devil or evil men. To be strong, we need God's armor on. Are you outside of Christ and weak? I guess is what I'm asking you. Do you know even? 
Do you even know whether you're outside or inside Jesus Christ? Let me read to you how to get into Christ today. And then I'm going to give you who are Christ's four ways to gain strength and the lesson will be yours. First, how do you get into Christ and why? Why do you need to be in Christ? First, to get into Christ, here's how. Read with me. This is from Galatians chapter 3, verse 27. For as many of you as were baptized into Christ have put on Christ. One is baptized into Christ. Why? Why would one have to be baptized into Jesus Christ? Let me show you. If you want to get to my blood, what do you got to do? Well, you got to get inside my body, don't you? You got to tap one of these veins or, or just cut me and I'll bleed. But inside me is the blood. My blood doesn't flow on the outside. It flows on the inside of me. Now, if you would, please, turn your Bibles to Ephesians chapter 1, verse 7. In Him we have redemption through His blood, the forgiveness of sins. In Christ is His blood. Now, once you're in Christ, once you're in Jesus Christ, how can you gain strength? And if you're not in Christ, you need to be baptized into Jesus Christ. But once you're in Christ, how can you gain strength? Well, here's where your handout will come in, come in handy. I want us to know this so that individually we will be stronger. And then collectively we will be stronger. Our number will be stronger. I want you to know this, and knowledge is the first way that one gains strength. If you know about it, you can do something about it. Now, some may say, well, there are some things I know about that I can't do anything about. Well, that's a choice. That's a choice. There are some things that you know about, like world hunger, that you know you can't fix. You know you can't fix, so what? You do nothing? You don't do anything? Well, I can't fix it all, so I'm, not, I'm just not going to do anything. It will never be fixed unless somebody does something. If you know about it, you can do something. But God's will is something that you can know about and something that you can do something about. Without faith, it's impossible to please God. And to get faith, you have got to get in to His Word. Romans chapter 10, verse 17. Do you want to gain knowledge so that you can gain strength? Classes and sermons are afforded to you. Hebrews chapter 10, verses 24 and 25. We can listen to the elders. We can listen to older and, and wiser Christians. Titus chapter 2, verses 4 through 4 through 5. In private study, 2 Timothy chapter 2, verse 15, we can search the Scriptures alone or we can search them together. Acts chapter 17, verses 10 through 11. We can gain knowledge and thereby gain strength by being faithful. By being faithful. Our God is faithful. 1 John chapter 1, verse 9. We can gain strength by being faithful. And by our being faithful unto death, Romans chapter 2, verse 17, excuse me, Revelation chapter 2, verse 10, we like Christ will beat death. 
we will beat sin and we will have our right to the tree of life. Revelation chapter 22 verse 14. As we've already said, one gains strength by being weak. We too can gain strength in weakness. The first and greatest commandment is to love God with all your heart, all your understanding, all your soul, and get this, all your strength. Empty yourself and fill yourself with God's strength. Become weak to become strong. And then you'll have all the righteousness of God. We gain strength in knowledge. We gain strength in faithfulness. We gain strength in weakness. And we can gain strength by beating death too. Paul said in 1 Corinthians chapter 15 and verse 50, that flesh and blood cannot inherit the kingdom of God. But, Romans chapter 5 verse 6, while we were without strength in due time, Christ died for the ungodly. So, Romans chapter 1, excuse me, Romans chapter 6 verses 1 through 6, when we were baptized, we were buried with Him through baptism into death. So that now we walk a new life. We're new. We're not refurbished. We're new. A new creature. When you're in Jesus Christ. For me to live is Christ, Paul said, and to die is gain. Philippians chapter 1 verse 21. And that's what's true about Jesus. What's true about Jesus will be true about us. 1 Corinthians 15 verse 54. Death is swallowed up in victory. It's only because Jesus rose that we can rise. There is victory in Jesus. Through knowledge, faithfulness, even weakness, we can beat death. We can beat sin too. We have victory in Jesus Christ. If you want this victory, the lesson is yours. Come forward and be baptized into Jesus Christ so that you can have all the blessings that are in Christ. Christians, continue to gain strength. And as you gain strength individually, we'll be stronger together. Come right now if you need. As together we stand and sing.